Sie guckt mir nochmal. Ladies and gentlemen, we are late, we are live, but we made it. This is Tim Dowd for Living with MS in Tenerife, and you are watching Balcony Banter. Okay, okay, we got the uh, the big three on. So I'm going to pull this closer to the phone. Got to get rid of this stuff here. Taking the your sex toys. Cleo. Tim's sex toys, and we're removing them from the table. <laughs> I don't think your granddaughter can understand, so that's fine. There you go. What's, what's my what's my sound like, everybody? Now, I don't have anything to look at comments today because I'm using all the cameras I've got. So I'm going to rely on our colleagues now <laughs> to log in and uh, and look yes. at comments. Oops. Okay, Tim, your quiet mic. Um, we've got a quiet mic, so... Is my mic okay? Your mic's fine. It's buying a bit better now. There you go. Okay, ladles and jelly spoons. Now, um, we're, there's three of us on, but there will be four of us on. Good evening, Balkan Bouncer. Okay, I, I do actually see the uh, the last few here. Sarah Charles says, Hi, all. Wonder if someone can help me on this. Watch Andrew's live last night and just want to double check if you had the booster. Do you still have to have an antigen test or is it down the second jab? Thanks. You're looking at me. This is to travel to Spain. Yeah. Okay, the easiest thing, because I know my daughter traveled six weeks ago. Yeah. And you find out, is you go onto the, the Spanish health site. You go to hellocanaries.com. Everybody goes on there, but nobody understands it. That's the problem. But it's in English. It doesn't matter. Okay. Apparently, it's too complicated. Really? <coughs> okay. It's very easy. You need a QR code to pass through without any bother at the at the airport when you land and you get that by going on the spanish travel health site and answered all the questions you answer all the questions it'll ask you what part of england you're coming from it'll ask you when you had your last vaccination and then within 72 hours of your of your journey you fill in the final bits and pieces uh -huh. and it should then send send you a code saying you're fit and good to go okay but it's it's it might be a little bit boring, but I don't think it's too complicated. Because here it says, if you've had your booster, do you still have to have an antigen test? The answer, I think, is no, but you do need to fill in the form. If you don't fill in the form and have your QR code, mm. there is a chance that they will ask you at the airport to produce documentation. Uh, and if the documentation they deem to be out of date, they might actually do a test on you there and then, which happened to my kid, even though she was within the time frame. Okay, well, they tested her there and then they didn't stop again on the plane or nothing like that. This was, this was on arrival. Oh, on arrival, okay. Yeah. So once you yeah. get here, um, if there's any problems, they'll just test you again, right? There, there's a, there was a testing table at the airport. Okay. And they did a very quick antigen, and five minutes later, she was through. Yeah, I think uh, I've never used it because I've never traveled to Spain from Britain. And, but I think the way that it works is, as Cleo was saying, is you fill in the form and it asks you whether you have this, 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 this. And if you say yes, you go to one place. And if you say no, you get to another yeah. place. If you're, if you're UK, if you're coming from an EU country, right. if right. you've been vaccinated, etc. So just go through the motions and it should tell you exactly what to do. And you don't have to worry. So there you go. I, except yes I agree it's tedious yeah I, I think the thing is they're not going to stop you going in because oh I see what you mean you, I, I know what she's asking now because they do say you have to be fully vaccinated and you, your last vaccination has to be more uh, less than 230 
270 days. 270 days ago, yeah. unless you've had a booster, and then that the booster, booster is considered a vaccination. Okay, so basically, as, as long as you've had your booster, yeah. and it wasn't within the last 14, no, your booster doesn't matter. Your booster's no. immediate, isn't it? Um, the, the easiest thing, it's sphgov.es, okay? Sph. Dot G O B for Gobino dot E S. And if you go on that now, uh. generally what you can do is it's in English. You can check the validity now of your documentation to there travel. There you go. They'll probably ask you to upload a PDF of your of your COVID uh, vaccination certificate. Uh huh. If you can do that, they can tell you in advance, even before you're traveling, whether your documentation will be valid. And then within three days of your travel. You go back in, you fill in all the details, fill in the form, and they send you your QR co code to say you're good to go. Okie dokie. So I'm going to put... Uh, not Stephanie. Christina and Yuliani in slot A. Then I'm going to put Tim in slot B. Then I'm going to put Cleo in slot C. C for Clee. C for Clee. And then I'm going to put Stephanie, who's not here yet, in slot D. There you go. D for daughter. D for works so well. It works so well. Okay, ladles and jelly spoons. Here we go. Here we go. So we don't have anything planned today. I was going to um, download one of my old ones, but uh, I didn't have time. I went shopping and everything. I'm cooking and everything. We're having tapas tonight. Cleo can't make it, but I reckon when she's going, she'll smell it and go, mmm, mmm, mmm. I'll have some of that. I'll have some. Maybe, oh, maybe we'll give her something to take home, eh? A takeaway. A takeaway. Take Timmy's takeaway. Uh, listen. Coming from Timmy's takeaway. We're going to Timmy's takeaway. Do you do it through the hatch? <laughs> Did you see, to start off with a bit of a giggle, um, have you seen the big Aldi sign? It's the Aldi Nord. No, the Aldi in front of Adeje. The one in Adeje. It now has up a big, big sign mm -hmm. telling you the date that it's opening, but apparently it's opening on August 21st. 21st. Oh, tw 24st. 21st. So 21st. Oh. Which is maybe the Irish 21st. The 21st. It's talking on the 21st of August. The 24th. <laughs> it's like Little Germany. They're, they're closing on the 9th to the 24th. What Little Germany? Oh, Little, little Germany. Little Germany. In, not Little no, Germany. No, no, no. No, it was. Uh, little Germany. No, it was. <laughs> it, it was. I can't remember. I can't remember. I made fun of it anyway. I made fun of it anyway. It's a bit funny. I know. <laughs> Came back in May, scanned my NHS app barcode, all was good. Okay, great. So I think there, I think everybody's all right with that. Uh, I hope everything's okay. Uh, Judy Way says, Tim, I'm in Tenerife, Las Americas. Missed you yesterday by 10 minutes. <gasps> no. Well, Judy Wade, as long as you stay until Friday, I'll be out and about on Friday. And I really don't know where, but uh, I'm up for uh, suggestions. And not only that, but tomorrow morning I'm going for a walk. I don't know if Stephanie's coming on the walk, but she'll be with me in the car. And then I drop her off and maybe her and the little one will just go and play on the beach for a bit. And I'll go and walk around. So if you want to meet up tomorrow, I know somebody was... Uh, a lot of people have contacted me, but nobody contacts me on WhatsApp, which is my main thing. Or email is best. So email is where I do all my organising of who's doing what where. And then I do WhatsApp for, hey, where are you? Or I'll be 10 minutes late. And other people are contacting me on other things, and I just forget. So if I've arranged to meet you, and I haven't made a specific date and time, it's not done yet. So you need to email me and say when and where for a morning walk. 
And if you come in to see me on Friday, you're going to have to sort of uh, say, well, I'll be hanging around where, you know, Vista Sur, uh, and I should, then I'll come there. So that's the type of that's the type of thing we're doing here. Not a sort of a formal meetup like the meetup Mondays used to be. So today's balcony banter is exactly that. Is we're sat on the balcony and we're going to have a banter. I want to introduce you to my daughter when she's got five minutes because she's very busy with the little one at the moment. Yep. But whilst that's happening, we're going to go to Christina, who's right on the edge there. I'm going to turn it around slightly. There you go. Hello. Christina, how the devil are you? I'm really good. You're looking good. You know that? You're looking sort of happy. Why are you happy? Yeah. Because my daughter is here. My Our daughter. daughter. And she is so funny. <laughs> she is. <laughs> She's also so drop-dead gorgeous. They both are. <laughs> How can we find out where you're going to be instead of rushing to find you in that hour, says Chris Godfrey. As I was, you've probably written that after I, uh, before I said what I said. Basically, on Friday, I don't know where I'm going. Email me to tell me where you are. If 10 people email me and one of them says I'm in Los Gigantes and the other one says I'm in Los Cristianos, I'll pick one and let you guys know. Um, if you've got a car, then please go to the place where the people are that don't have a car. You could install a chip in your brain. I actually, I've got chips in my brain. You've got chips I've got on the brain. Fried eggs and <laughs> chips in my brain. So I'm going to introduce you to my young daughter here, who is, well, I mean, she's the youngest daughter I've got. That's your camera. Yeah. And I'm going to, she's going to get my microphone because I don't have an extra mic here. I'll make sure that it's not blocking you. Okay. It looks like you're being attacked by a big dead cat there. <laughs> Come, Clay. So, uh, you interview because you've got a microphone. Your mum? Yeah. It's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you've got the questions, eh? Just ask her what she's like. <laughs> what are you like? The what are you like? In Ireland, that's not a question. That's a statement of fact. Like, what are you like? Exactly. What are you like? Uh, can you look to your left, please? Okay, so that means you're going to be in slot A. And can you look to your right, please, Chris? That means you're going to be in slot B. There you go. So you're looking at each other now. Okay. So I don't have a microphone, so you guys chat. Okay, in me. Ich komme gleich. Ich helfe dir gleich. What did, what have you always wanted to ask your daughter? On air in front of thousands of people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a oh, bit much for me now. Put on the spot. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What on earth was it like growing up with these two? <laughs> um Balcony bouncer. Okay, you don't have to be honest. <laughs> no, it was it was nice. We saw a lot. We moved around a lot, and that was really good. <laughs> Moira, saying what's your first language, German or English? Uh, German. I don't know. When did I start speaking English? Um, in America. In America. Yeah. Okay. But you don't speak with an American accent, so that's good. I don't. I, I used to. 
Maybe mm. I, I lost change. it a bit. You changed. <laughs> it's great. It's good to be bilingual, though. Yeah, such a, yeah, such a I bonus. agree. And this one is bilingual too. Fabulous. Hi. <laughs> this is Malika. Oh. Did Juliane give you Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Vanette, oder? Love the color of Stephanie's hair, says Moira. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh. There you go. Two offers for Last America's Friday. Okay. It, I don't have a microphone, but you can hear me anyway. I've got this new <laughs> voice. I will be in Las Americas on Friday. I shall park in the Safari Center car park and I shall be outside the Hard Rock Cafe opposite by the fountain at 5.55. Okay? okay? So, Hard Rock Cafe, not hotel. Not hotel. Hard Rock Cafe, 5.55 Friday. I'll be outside interviewing you guys like there's no tomorrow. Live and exclusive. Live and exclusive. So ask Stephanie some more questions about the farm, maybe, or what, about what farm? where does she live? What farm? See? There we go. There we go. Tell us about yeah. the farm. So, my husband started a farm in Ghana in 2019, a cashew farm. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we've gone on to do some intercropping as well. So. Which means? Um, which means that um, we also do maize and now tomatoes and what else have we done? Peanuts. Peanuts, yeah. Um, because the cashews, we planted them in 2019, end of 2019, beginning of 2020, but they take three to four years to bear the okay. first fruits. So that's coming up probably, yeah, by the end of, end of this year, beginning of next year. Yeah, yeah. And does that mean that, so there's always a different crop coming through, so that 12 months of the year you're going to be yeah. harvesting? exactly, yeah. Which, we, it's funny, I was just saying to Tim, there's a, an urban farm here in Odeke, <laughs> and the circular economy is the big buzzword at the moment, and they're also planting crops, which they give to families in need, but they make sure that there's something that can be picked. Yeah. All, all year, year round. round. Hi, you! <laughs> 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 so that's amazing. How big yeah. is the farm? Uh, it's about 200 acres. Yeah, it's quite big. And we went and saw it for the first time last year. Or I did, and Malika did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're really impressed. And, and he's can done I really ask, well. how did you come up with that idea? I mean, um, have you always been like, yay, I want to be a farm girl? <laughs> no. Kasim um, um, came up with the idea. He's been really interested in it. Uh -huh. And uh, he wanted to do something that he could do in Ghana. Um, yeah. And it's his hometown, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's got a team of people from his hometown working that on the farm helping, as well. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. kind of really great. Yeah. No, it's really good. He's, he's done really well. And how do you get the land in Ghana? You don't, do you have to buy it or is it given to you or do you have to lease it or what's that? Um, normally you buy, um, we were lucky that the land was, uh, Kasim's family land, so we just had to talk to the chief and, um, he basically gave us the rights or allowed us to use it. Okay, and okay, great. So, yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah, because, of, because it was family land, I presume. That was a bonus. Yeah, yeah. Because nice otherwise one. it would have probably been really expensive to even acquire that land and then... Yeah. 
Who, who's the chief? Is he a family member? Um, distant, I think. Distant. And, and I presume the crops are for for se I mean, they're for selling. They're yeah. not just for yeah. your own first. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. and and you source markets locally, or will you be looking to <coughs> export as well? Uh, locally, locally, because oh. I mean, maybe they'll export to other African countries, but I don't think that will end up exporting further Europe or. Okay. Moira Fitzsimmons is asking, can Malika sing a song? Oh, Malika, can you sing a song? We're, we're quite happy when she's just hanging around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, of th one of my questions then, Ashraf, um, is irrig irrigation, because we've been talking exactly. about drought and water, yeah. and I confess to be very ignorant about what the kind of clim climate cycle is like in Ghana. Mm. So like what is what's the water situation there at the moment is it very relevant to the farming the crops yeah, you're growing yeah so it's rainy season at the moment so that's okay for the the cashews don't need a lot of water and mm -hmm. the maize is all right with just rain um but we've started tomatoes and they need a lot of water mm -hmm. <laughs> do they yeah um because it's so hot it can at the like okay at the moment it's not maybe as hot but 40 degrees and upwards so they really need a lot of water and we did our first round of tomatoes and unfortunately, uh, we didn't have a very good wa like watering situation. Mm -hmm. uh, so it didn't really work out that well. We got a handful of tomatoes oh or a dear. box full. So, um, but now we are getting a solar panel installed. Okay, good. Um, and we have the irrigation laid out. So we used irrigation last time, but with a with a motor. So we had to put petrol in, and um, that was expensive as well. And it couldn't it couldn't um, distribute the water evenly so we always had to switch the d areas that were getting water so the weren't all getting water at the same time and it just wasn't enough but now with the solar panel that will be able to regulate um, it yeah learning curves eh yeah exactly <laughs> nice <laughs> so where do you live at the moment in germany in bavaria in Bavaria. Yeah. You were born in Bavaria. Was, yeah. So you're the only Bavarian on the table. Yeah. No, nope, she's also oh, Bavarian. Oh, you're Bavarian. <laughs> yeah, Malika's Bavarian. Are you Bavarian, Malika? No. No. <laughs> what are you then? To be the Batsy. A Batsy. Who's Batsy? I'm not a Batsy, she says. <laughs> Does no, Stephanie live in Ghana? Not yet. Yeah. Not yeah. yet. But the, is that the plan? Yeah. Does yeah. Stephanie live in the UK? No, no. Stephanie lives in Bavaria, which is where she was born, in Regensburg. And just to south of Regensburg is where Christina's parents live in a village. And they moved there. Uh, it's not a village. Okay, it's a town. It's, it's a, a town. Yeah, but everybody knows everybody's business, so it's a village. Okay. A bit like here. A little bit like here. Yeah. And. Uh, and so they stayed wow. there temporarily. <laughs> yeah. And it's temporarily five oh, years now, yeah. yeah. six yeah. years. Going on six years. Going on six years, yeah. Just dropping in. Exactly. <laughs> I'll put the kettle on five <laughs> years later. <laughs> Ali Bennett's on. Hi, Ali. Thank you. So many kisses. Uh, love cashew nuts, oh very gosh. expensive. You, do you know why they're expensive? I'll tell you why they're expensive. Have you ever seen how a cashew nut grows? I was blown away by this. Go on. A cashew nut grows on a tree like a pear. 
And there is a pear on the tree, actual a fruit that looks like a pear. Oh. And at the bottom of the pear, on the outside of the pear, is a little um, curly thing with the cashew nuts in it, one nut in each pair. Oh my goodness. So when you're, when you're like putting cashews in your gob with the handful. I've just eaten a tree. You've just eaten a tree. <laughs> wow, exactly. how, I mean, it's a very labor intensive or can they? Yeah. Very hand labor intensive. And not only that, okay. I'll get the microphone back now because I'm doing a lot of talking. And not only is it labor intensive, but also it's, um, it's, it's all by hand. There's no sort of machines that do it. And the fruit is not edible. At all? At all. The only thing you can do with the fruit is make... Uh, whiskey. Whiskey. Okay, well, oh. no, that's, that's a good side. Product. Yeah, but I think it's... Is it illegal? I can't remember. I don't know whether it's, it's legal. Hooch. Uh, yeah. It'll be a proper old hooch. Yeah, it? hooch. It'll be a hooch. Oh. So we're going to... And it's, it's, it's uh, Wurra Farms. So if you want to follow them on Instagram... It's Wura, W-U-R-A, minus farms. Uh, they do have a wurrafarms.com, but yours truly is redoing the website at the moment. Ooh. And it's not ready, so uh, but I'll let you know when it's ready. And uh, you can send them love and appreciation on uh, on Instagram. Or I think they're on, on, fa on Facebook as well. Sorry. And... Uh, Cassim's going to start doing, uh, not vlogging really, but he's going to start taking films. He's got my old GoPro, and I've given him a 360 camera, which he hasn't, he hasn't uh, done anything with it yet, but he's, pl he's planning on doing it. And when they get there to, you know, to full time, then they're going to be vlogging from there, so that'd be quite nice good. Mm. They're not actually going to vlog live, because it's not a very good uh, internet connection up in the north of Ghana. It's right in the, oh, are you clicking, darling? What are you going to say? Yeah. They even got a tractor named after me. They have they got a tractor named after Christina. <laughs> it's a Massey Ferguson tractor. Proper order. And Massey we said Ferguson. it is it, it's it's gonna be it is the Christina Dowd uh, memorial tractor <laughs> when she dies. And it's just a Christina Dowd tractor now. Okay. Mama. That's good. So they'll be they'll be saying long may she plough a furrow long may she plough a furrow in her massey ferguson <laughs> that's not a bad way to it's a morris is not a bad way to use the fruit <laughs> it's a brilliant way to use yeah. the fruit it is yeah just make whiskey yeah. but uh ghana is actually um uh famous for rum right yeah, yeah. didn't you bring me a did i bring you some? a bottle of rum did in I? a coke bottle yeah yeah Okay, that did didn't last long, did it? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I had to chuck it away. Really? It was it was so strong, I'm not yeah. kidding you, it killed me. Wow. It killed me. But and I'd, I'd have lost two kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we'll have to so we'll wait for the hooch to see how that works out. Mm -hmm. The cashew a fruit that isn't a pear hooch. So I know you're not a big YouTuber and I know you don't want to be on it too long and I know that you're, you're doing this just because you love me yeah. and you're stealing ham. Well, there's no dinner yet, so... <laughs> that's because... That, oh, the right answer. Because you're making it, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Did the, did the potatoes turn themselves off? Are they still boiling? Let me check. You check in a minute. Uh, th this is the special ham. I'm going to take the fat off for you. No, I'll I take the fat off I don't you. think you are, Jim. <laughs> I'm a you're not allowed to touch it. Hands off my it's ham. It's a kind of a bit hands of off Lord of the Ham. It's mine. <laughs> Well, there you go. Now you know she's Bavarian because she's just eating ham. 
<laughs> yeah, ham ham. <laughs> Done trucking, even all hearing's going much worse. I can't hear what's going on. Point with the special here in September, Pots will leave you a wish well. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, no? Lekker. <sighs> it is like the time I knew my daughter was Canary and she was about two and we were up in one of those little mountain restaurants. Shearing snow. Guachinchi. No, it was not. It was just like one of like the restaurant that you knew used to be somebody's house. Okay. And when we were ordering, they brought out bread and you know big tubs of alioli, mm. and Brianna just grabbed the bread, broke the bread, just started eating the alioli like that, and I was like, <laughs> she's canary. She's canary. Like there's just there's no question about it, you know. And then the bread and butter nonsense. So I'm going to leave you on camera, as for as long as you like. And if you want to say something, just grab your mum's clicker. And then we'll, I'll pass you the microphone. Okay. okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my <laughs> wonderful daughter and my wonderful granddaughter right down here. And I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight. But we're not going. Don't worry. We're not going. I'm going to hand over to um, Cleo in a minute. Uh, but we didn't finish going around the table. So I'm going to go around the table again. And I've got to move you because uh, Julie's lent back because she's... Really having a a relaxed time of it tonight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's nice. A relaxed time of it tonight. <laughs> so, Julie, what have you been doing the last week? Listening. Listening. Good answer. Good answer. Listening. Isn't that good? Yeah. Besides that, um, working. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a, a few uh, kids uh, now. They're nearly starting back to school. Okay. And so. you're doing what languages? Mostly. Um, this one uh, is taking German class. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and the other day I even published a video. I saw that. Yeah. If, you, if you're not gone to Juliani's channel lately, so. go to julianinendel.com or go to youtube.com/slash julianinendel, which works now, I believe. Yeah. The yep. You can just go youtube.com/slash julianinendel. Yeah, and that'll work. I don't know if they've got it. Have they got it here? Juliani, there she is. That's how you spell it. And uh, yeah, go, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, and besides that, um, um, I, I took a, a walk the other day, beautiful uh, walk, but uh, it's a bit too, too uh, hot at this very moment, so. It is too hot. It was all right today, though, but a bit. Uh, yeah, nice today. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, it's still damp. Uh huh. Can you and check on the taters, kid? Bring me another glass. And. Yeah, Johnson I mean, Martin. it's it's no. August, it's relaxed time, and, yeah. Okay, because August is a, is a typical holiday it's, time, yeah, right? August yeah. is quite, uh, is more chill than all the other months, I would say. Yeah, Duntruck is saying he's, he's gone deaf, so all I've got to say is very important is done is, but uh, well, it's up on again. <laughs> We're not doing shortwave radio. We're not doing shortwave radio. That was me. That was my grandmother. You know, my grandmother would turn it up so it did a feedback. You know, <laughs> and we used to go eat up on again. You know, like uh, Collier, yeah. Norman Collier. Is this game working? <laughs> um, my granny was the best because she says, you know, my hearing aid's not very good. You know, I've I've written to the hearing aid people, but I haven't heard anything yet. Uh. <laughs> Did you say, by the way, just speaking of banter, uh -huh. that uh, they've brought out a Barbie doll with a hearing aid? No. Isn't really? that kind of cool? I think that is cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, you... after the, one of the strictly, the strictly Come Dancing 
stars uh, for for the next is um, somebody who's hearing impaired. Okay. And she's an athlete, and they brought out a Barbie doll with a hearing aid. Oh, that's cool. great! Isn't that kind of uh, fun? It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, well done, Mattel. Mattel, it was, yeah, isn't it? Mattel. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And a segue to how's Matt? <laughs> how's Mattel? How's Mattel? Mattel. Thank more you. Ham? Uh, Duntruck says thank you everyone. I hope I'll finally get it sorted. There you go. Jen Jen's on as well, I think. Somebody's enjoying that. Mo selective hearing says Moira. Hope you're feeling well. I think Christine. Craig shouting. Can you hear us? Paul J says, Tim, love your channel. Keep pushing and get them subscribers' numbers up. You deserve it. Thank you so much, Paul. We are keeping the subscribers uh, select and low on purpose at the moment <laughs> because if we go any further, we go into the realms of which I don't want to do. Uh, but next October, when I retire for good and I get on the radar of the uh, Hacienda, and start paying tax because I'm earning more than 450 euros a month then we shall start pushing it but if I push it before then then there is a might be a problem that I would lose all my benefits of being a dependent on Chris so we're keeping our subscribers so, only to the select few but thank you and thank you for subscribing don't unsubscribe unless you don't watch the stuff but if you don't watch the stuff you're not listening to me now so you know i'm preaching to the choir chris wants to say something good yeah, there's, there's a click ignoring there me. of course i'm ignoring you so you're my husband <laughs> wife i mean i just wanted to tell you yeah the tim's got a new t-shirt I'm living with anesthesia. There we go. <laughs> it is nice. I told her to say that two hours ago and she just remembered. So here's the uh, the new t-shirt. This is Taking My Life In My Hands. There you go. There's the logo. And if you want to look at the back. Uh, let me just stand up. The back is our logo. There you go. And you can see the bottom. Yep. Okay. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. That's merch. Merch. Yep. And, and you, you merch time. Time. You can get it, I think it's on the yeah. channel. Yeah. It's on the merch yeah. channel. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a white one and a black one. And I think if you go to the other, this is the Eco Tea, or the Ecological T-shirt. And if you go to some of the other ones, then there's also blues and pinks and reds. Sometimes it doesn't really work. And I've got three logos. I've got this one, Take My Life In My Hands. I've got Whoosh. Uh, no, Zoom. Zoom. That I do. And I've got ladles and jelly spoons. So that's quite Excellent. nice. Yeah. Excellent. So, and the black one suits you really well. The black one I wore this morning. If you missed that, the live walk this morning, I wore the black one and I'm wearing the white one. Today. There we go. You're, you're modeling your T-M-L-M-I-M-H. Take my life in my hands. That looks terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't bear it because people wouldn't see the back. I could lie, just lie on the street for a bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, just like, we'll go for a walk and then I'll just take you out the chair, lie you down. Oops. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> or you could lie on the street and she could roll all over you. All over roller. The, roll, roll on, roll off. So I'm going to hand over to uh, my best friend and colleague, Cleo. 
I'm your what? Colleague. Well, she's my... <laughs> Listen, as Julianne said, there's very little happening. So I'm going to give you a quick roundup of what is kind of the bigger the stories. But there's there's it's slow time. Spanish people go on holidays. People go on holidays in August. Uh-huh. Um, there's fiestas on. I think the fireworks in Alcala are on this week. And that's always rather, rather special. Um, there's a big music festival on the 27th of August. It's Mujeres World Fest. So if you like Spanish music, uh, and spe- especially female singers, um, that was a big thing that's happening in the Golf Costa de Eje. Golf Costa de Eje. Which is becoming one of the big venues in the South. It is? Well, it really is. I mean, last week they had the Sunblast Festival there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were thousands of that. Did you go? No, I, didn't, I, didn't. No, I didn't go. It's far too, I'm far too young for that. <laughs> um, but Alejandro Sanz sang there about yeah. three weeks ago who's a huge Spanish star and that's where Rod Stewart has been and Elton John and I saw El Divo there I saw yeah. I saw an opera singer there I can't remember her name a Spanish opera singer there about two years ago and it's a fun, it's a it's lovely venue it's amazing eh? and if you catch like uh, a full moon uh, it's spectacular so it's a big open door natural kind of it's like a natural cocoon yeah in a golf course and it is just works perfectly in terms of sound and vision and climate yeah. for summertime concerts. Okay, so it's an open air outdoor concert yeah. area yeah. with uh, great acoustics. Great acoustics. And for the, the next thing is the Mujeres World Fest and that's on the 27th of August. So Mujeres World Fest is Women's World Festival. Yeah, if you go onto the Adeje Town Hall Facebook page. And how do you get to the Adeki Town Hall Facebook page? You go onto Facebook and you put in Adeki Town Hall. Thank you very much. You, you go. You've got to say these to these yes, people, know. you know. You've got to say okay. these to these people. So if you scroll down there, you'll see what's going on because I post pretty much something every day. I mean, there's also things. Spanish classes are starting again. If you live here, if you're coming here to live, Spanish classes are starting in September. Are in they the free or? No, but they're subsidized rates if okay. you're a resident. As anybody, most people know, if you come here and live here and you go on to the Padron, which is your residence register. Which you should. Well, you should because, um, I don't know if people know this, but the town hall gets money for every person on the Padron for right. public services. Mm-hmm. So if you're registered, that means there's maybe extra money for public loos or better road cleaning or something like that. So what happens is, is the money that is collected in taxes were, uh, of whole of Spain is collected through Madrid mm-hmm. and the Padron actually tells you how many people live in each area. Yeah. And if you're on the Padron, then a decky will have 58,000 people or whatever it is About at the moment. About 50,000 at the moment. About 50,000 at the moment. But we're actually probably nearer to 60 to 65,000 because there are a lot of people who live here yeah. or semi-live here and... Um, yeah. If you, I mean, as well. They want to stay under the radar, but that means we only get paid for fifty thousand people, exactly. and we should exactly. get paid for sixty-five thousand people. And, so. and just throw politics in for a sec. There is now a fairly strong association of boroughs that make money from tourism. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. kind of paraphrasing what it's called in Spanish, and they are campaigning for the Spanish government to give them more money because they say, like for instance in Adeje, they get money from the government for services to attend to 50,000 residents. Right. But at any given time of the year, there's probably two million people here right. because of tourism. Yeah. So they're saying they should be getting more money from Madrid because there's always going to be a one million people minimum in Adeje right. because of tourism. And it makes sense. That so. is. 
In fact, I was looking at the arrivals. There's a website that I think I think it's in the description, but I'm not sure. Uh, there's, a, there's a website that I look at, and this website actually tells you um, how many people arrived. Wow. Okay. Per uh, to the Canary Islands in total, the each island individually, and they count it as direct flights from two. All right, well, it's probably the, the, the National Institute of Statistics will do that, but like a month after it's happened. Exactly. So we've just had the August results in, which come in about on the between the 8th and the 15th, depending on, on what how busy they are, I suppose. And we are only down 8% yeah, yeah. Uh, at the moment yeah. from the 2019. Exactly. So they're not counting the year before and the year before that. So they're not counting 2021 or 2020. They're going from the tourists of August 2019, we're only down 8%, which is fantastic, because yeah. we, we were down like 90, 90% not so long yeah. ago. And July, was July we were at 83% of mm. the 2019 figure, so it's it's creeping up. It's creeping up, yeah. Um, which is good, and it just, like, hopefully it can be a bit more sustainable. Yeah, uh, in fact, there are more people coming from the Netherlands and the Scandinavian countries. So we're actually up on certain ones, and then down on the UK, Germany, France, that, that type of thing. Okay. So it's a very interesting view. Uh, if it's not in the description, I will put it in. I'll, in fact, I'll put it in as a standard link That's so you can go idea. and download it. So you can go into, eventually you'll be able to go in and look at any of the videos that have done after today and you'll have that link. But um, yeah, it's quite interesting. I mean, you, you do have to do a little bit of work. It, it's not like spoon fed no. like the sun or something like that. So you've got to go in and say what you want to look at, how you want to look at it, mm. and you download a PDF and then the PDF is, got, is, is basically just an Excel spreadsheet. So it's not sexy, no, but, but it's very informative. In stats, if, yeah. it's very informative. And what I will do as well is I'll, I'll do once a month on Balcony Banter, I'll actually prepare some slides for you to look at if you want as well. Slideshow. Let me do a slide. Whoa, do we like when Dad do a live slide. Andy Gurney says, just tuned in, sat around the pool. Tad cloudy today on the island, but still lovely and warm. We'll watch in its entirety later on Catch Up. Lovely. Thank you so much. Catch Up is so easy because you can turn me off and go to um, the speed and double speed it. So I don't want to talk like this. You want to listen to what I'm saying? And it'll still make no sense. Uh, actually, if you slow that down to half, you'll, it will make sense there. And if you play it backwards? If you say it backwards, then it will be... <laughs> the you sound like a Russian. There you go. There you go. Actually, could I, and there's just a tiny little bit of news since we were talking about who's coming from what countries. Uh -huh. um, sometimes I think some of the newspapers, not, this, not the ones that are based here, but other newspapers, tend to grab, look for headline grabbing uh, stories. How strange is that? So there was a bit of news during the week. Selling advertising. <laughs> about the visa. There's, there will be a visa, which has now been delayed, but it'll probably come in towards the end of 2023. Is that Etias? Yes. Okay. So Etias is a visa, which will be for any, any non-European visitor to Spain or to any parts of Europe. Like you have to do the Etas if you're going to the United States. So you, it, it, I think it's going to cost about seven euros and it'll last for three years. And I think what we, I would like to say to British people who are going to be coming here is to say it's not against anybody. It's not simply for British people. We really still need you to come here on holidays and everything. This is going to be something. It was voted in years ago. In fact, the British government were part of the Union, the European Union when it was voted on and they voted in favour of it. So this will probably come in at the end of 2023. And when you see the headlines about it, don't panic. 
It's going to be really quick. If you've ever had to fill in the, the Etas one to go to the it's state. It's not actually a visa, I read. I, yeah, Esther, sorry, Esther, you're right. Julianne. Esther, yeah. I mean, it's not actually a visa, it's a visa waiver. Yes, exactly. So that means you can come in and you don't need a visa. Yeah. And now, it takes, it'll take minutes to do online, and yeah. that's it. And three years is quite Three good. years is great, yeah, for seven yeah. euros. Yeah. But, oh, but just to, be, to reassure people, this is not about Brexit. No. It's just another thing. It's got nothing to do with Brexit. If you read about it, if, if there's a headline about Brits to be charged seven euros to come to Spain, everybody who isn't European will at some stage have to fill in this form. Yeah, but don't forget at the time, um, well, Britain wasn't part of the Schengen Agreement, right? No. Yeah. So, and I think Etias only only for Schengen, is that correct? I, that I don't know, because Ireland still isn't part of the Schengen Agreement, so I'll have to see that. Yeah, but but the, in the EU. I don't think, if Britain would have stayed in the EU... You would not have had to fill in an Etias to go to Britain, would you? From I don't know. I from don't know. wherever Nigeria. Because I think it. I think the idea is yes, maybe not because you still wouldn't have had pre-border movement. Pre right, movement right, borders. right. Yeah, but I mean, it's interesting that the British government voted in favour of exactly, this exactly. But basically, it's just it's a visa. It's instead of having to get a visa, and at the moment, Britain has a, 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 a most favoured country status. So therefore, you don't need a visa to come from Britain because you were part of the European Union. Uh, but what they're doing now is they're bringing in this. It's it's basically just collecting information about who's coming and who's going. Yeah. And that costs money, and it obviously it's going to cost you seven bucks. But uh, if you look in the newspaper uh, at some of these, I don't want to say right wing because you know my politics. Yeah. But some of these right wing rags, then they're going to try and uh, divide you again. Yeah, or try to convince you that this is anti-British uh -huh. uh, and it's, it's you know, the EU being surly yeah. because Britain Which voted to leave the EU. But it's not. It's just a general move that's happening. But it's been delayed anyway, so the process won't probably even begin to be put into place until they're saying late 2023. Are there many Russians coming to the island now? Yeah, about the same as there same. were in uh, 2019. In fact, I, I, on out and about, I've been meeting Russians and Ukrainians coming on holiday together. That's nice. Uh, it was nice, yeah. And uh, they say that a lot of the news that we're seeing is total um, uh, propaganda from both sides. And so just uh, it's a, it, it is a crying shame what's happening. Um, but you, you've got to get more information from the people who are really on the ground there before you start making decisions and hanging flags out your window and stuff. I mean, you know, wrap your children up in your father's flags. Wasn't that, uh, wasn't that Elton John? I don't know. It was uh, wrap your, wrapping your children up in your father's flags was, uh, was a, an anti-war song from Elton John, I think, not so long ago. So you've got to be careful. Ray Duffy, busy day tomorrow, Tim. Get your wee lasses a drink. Okay, <laughs> get on catch-up. Thank you so much for the donation there. I will definitely get them a drink, and that should pay for two bottles of wine each. There you go. Thank you, Ray. There you go. Do you have to go to Edinburgh to get a visa? <laughs> you need a visa to get to Edinburgh, I'll tell you. Especially, well, I was going to say, especially if somebody gets in and wants to ignore Nicola Sturgeon. <laughs> but this visa is just acting yeah. as a tourist allowance into the country, correct? Meaning 90-day rule. Yeah, the 90-day rule is still in effect, so it doesn't yeah. affect that. But there are rumours that Spain is going to start doing something for, for Brits, for the, for the swallows. Uh, it's rumours I've been hearing from certain quarters, um, but I've got nothing official yet, so... Okay. 
let's keep our ear to the ground for that one. I do know um, when the ambassador, the British ambassador was here about a year and a half ago, yeah. he was quite, um, he wanted to be informed more about the number of swallows that come to the Canary Islands mm -hmm. because it's not the same as in, say, the Spanish Peninsula. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, people were trying to impress upon him that in the Canary Islands there are a particular group of people who like to spend mm -hmm. quite a long time here. Uh, and I think he took that back because he realised that it was an issue that needed to be dealt with. That was 18 months ago, but I think these negotiations take a long time. You're right. And I think what, what I, where I've heard of it, there's uh, elections coming up this year or next year? Next year. Next yeah, year in Spain. Year. And the Popular Party, the Popular People's Party, the PP. So they are floating ideas now that are obviously popular because they're a populist party. Well, they're, they're the Tories. They're the Spanish Tories. Yeah, they're the, right? they're the Spanish Tories. A little bit further right, maybe, than the Tories. Well, and then you have Vox, who are even further okay. right. Okay, so you got the PP and you got Vox, and they're talking about uh, uh, things that might happen. And a couple of our viewers, um, Spanish viewers, they were telling me also that maybe uh, it's not going to be a socialist government next year. It looks like it's going to be a mixture which is going to be right wing. So uh, there are certain things that might be coming in there well, that they're doing. Vox are, are, they're kind of like the UKIP of Spain. Right, yeah. So I don't know if they would be doing or promoting any kind of policies that would be in favor of immigrants. No. Not yeah, but no, yeah, but the, uh, tourism is not immigrants. No, but they don't want people living here who are not Spanish. No, but Sorry, I'm being very, very. But they're saying the 90-day rule. That's a rule. bit of a sweeping statement. Yeah, but the 90-day yeah. rule. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, but there's, are, are there's ideas on on it anyway. So yeah. we'll see. Marijuana, Mark says Moira. Oh dear, what herbs have you got planted behind you? <laughs> uh -huh. This is basil. This is Gerard. <laughs> Gerard. <laughs> Uh, let's have a quick look. This is uh, the one I can never remember. Time. Oregano. Oh. This is thyme. This is basil. And down the bottom there is rosemary. It's very pretty. Yeah, it is. So there we go. So we cook with it all the time. All the time. Oh, go on. You're a caution. <laughs> Oregano on. No one. So we've been on 46 minutes and we've just been bantering. We've yeah. just been bantering. Yeah. And Julie has had a very relaxing evening tonight. Yes, I did. Is there anything that, uh, that you want to bring up? Oh, you didn't talk about the desalination plants. Is that something no. else you're going to save? Well, no, it was just when I was asking Stephanie about water. One of the things I do now and then is I prepare little reports for Irish radio. And it was just, I did a bit of research into desalination because it strikes me, even when we live here, we don't think about where our water comes mm. from. There are no rivers here. There are no lakes here. The only natural water we get is from the rainfall in the north of the island yeah. and the ice and snow on Tady for about a month a year. Yeah. And it was, so I looked into it. And I mean, there's over 300 desalination plants in the Canary Islands. Mm -hmm. um, and here in, in the south of Tenerife, now there are two desalination plants, but one of them is cleaning wastewater. Mm -hmm. And that's being used now to irrigate crops. And we also sell it to hotels for tourists, right? To drink. <laughs> that's right. We put it into bottles. No, but I mean, our drinking water uh -huh. uh, comes from a desalination plant, which 
takes the water from the natural water galleries and from the sea. Mm -hmm. This is me being really not sciencey. Strips out all the algae, bacteria, uh, the bad stuff, mineralizes it, and then pumps it back through into a, into a, a pumping station. Mm -hmm. um, and then it goes out to all the different you know, zones that bring it to the different villages. And there are laboratories testing the water, so the water that comes from our taps is drinkable. Okay. And we have no rivers or lakes here. I think that's pretty amazing. No rivers, no lakes, and no trains. It's drinkable. It, yeah, 100. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, some uh, of my friends they have installed this uh, filter. Have. Yeah, and uh, which works quite well for them. But the, I mean, the Adeje uh, tests it. It's drinking. It's tap water on a regular basis, and they always come up with the results that if you want to, it might taste a bit different because it's come mm. from through a desalination plant. But in terms of safety, it's 100% safe for cooking and drinking. So they say. I mean, and I, I haven't been sick, and I mean, I haven't had Spanish tummy in twenty years. I um, made ice cubes the other day because I didn't get any ice, and I put it in some water. And Christine said the water didn't smell nice. Yeah. So don't make ice from it. Okay. I mean, it, like I say, they say it might smell or look different because mm -hmm. it it's been treated. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I still prefer to filter a bottle Is that water. the same kind of water that they uh, have in, like, say, for instance, where I live uh, in the complex, there's the station uh, where you uh, can um, put your bottle or your giant big bottle and then fill it. That's commercial. Like, That's a commercial. It, but it, uh, it's the same kind of process with osmosis. Yes, I would imagine so, yeah. but I mean, I think that would be a commercial enterprise, so yeah. that's not linked directly to the desalination plant. Okay. But it was just, the first one apparently was opened in Lanzarote in 1964. Wow. Uh -huh. And uh, it grew, the whole thing expanded as the economy expanded. And in terms of Spain, Spain has over 700 desalination plants, according to the, to the research. So if I'm wrong, blame the research. And it has, <laughs> it's the country with one of the highest number after the United States, the United Arab Emirates, and one or two other. But I mean, Israel apparently did this as well about 12 years ago. And it moved from being a very, very, um, a country that was very worried about water resources the whole time to being a very high turnover water desalination country. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, I was thinking like, the United Kingdom's been declaring drought this week. Ireland will have hosepipe bans as well. They're also islands surrounded by water. And you think, guys, look into this. Uh -huh. it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Especially the whole notion that wastewater is reused, and that's the circular economy we were talking about, mm -hmm. that it's then used for plants and crops and orchards, and and, and so the island is self-sustaining. I mean, we have El Hierro, which is a biosphere, isn't it? It's a self-sustaining yeah. biosphere. Yeah. Not only that, but they've, this is the first time that they are self-sustaining with water as well, last year. Yeah. yeah good. I mean, that's their little, little milestones. Okay, I've got to go and do something quick in the kitchen. I'm going to leave you with these two cameras. One is Cleo and one is... Oh, that's three cameras. There we go. I'll leave you with these two cameras. Uh, I'm going to turn off this uh, thing at the bottom there because it's using a lot of electricity. Uh, there's a couple of questions came in. I don't know if you can get to the questions, but one was, Hi, Tim, would you like to ask the new EHIC offered in the UK is honoured in Tenerife since we have come out of the EU. The EHIC is only valid for European countries and for UK residents who have an EHIC that hasn't run out yet. 
What you do have to do, though, is once your e-hick runs out, or if you're getting it for the first time, if you're in the UK, you've got to go for a G-hick, which the, the Brits decided in their wisdom to call it the Global Health Insurance oh, Card. that's true, yeah. yeah. It's not the European Health Insurance Card, yeah. it's the Global Health Insurance right. which includes Europe. So if you have an old e-hick from UK and it's still valid, then it's it's uh, accepted, it's accepted here yeah, and if you yeah. don't then the g hick is yeah. here. i'm not and even do i don't know why i'm looking at the camera i'm not even in it these so if you could carry important. on talking about that we had one question by uh, luke otter he was asking uh, to everyone what is one uh, firmly held belief or opinion uh, you had in the past uh, which you subsequently realized you were wrong about that's a very good question actually Off you go. Yeah, off I go. I, I really, I, I'm thinking. Ah, uh, oh, I mean, uh, you you grow up with uh, obviously with uh, some things that uh, your your parents or even your grandparents tell you. Oh, you shouldn't be doing this, and then you find out uh, uh, when you're getting older, oh, it doesn't uh, do any harm or it doesn't do any uh, any damage. Uh, the drinking water, for instance, is one of them. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, don't drink uh, tap. Don't tap, drink tap, uh, tap water. water. Although in Germany, it's quite um, doable. It's, well, uh, it, uh, when I was growing up in Ireland, if yeah. you brought home a bottle of water that you paid money for, yeah. you'd be called absolutely mad. Yeah. Just, what is this? Yeah. Is the tap. I, exactly. And I still drink tap water in Dublin. Yeah. Yeah, no, but uh, uh, going on holiday yeah, abroad, that's true. for for instance, oh my God, uh, even even like the ice cubes uh, yeah. uh, would be something you you would be a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, and it was called Spanish tummy, I think, because I think yeah. it, I think in the past the water probably wasn't as well uh, cleaned, maintained, and mm -hmm. tested as it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, what, uh, what was one of your uh, beliefs that um, you then uh, found out that you were, or y your parents, or... or uh, they told me, if you eat cherries or plums, yeah. you can't drink of it. <laughs> okay. Because you get a tummy ache. Okay. And... Didn't happen. They were wrong. They just learned it from their parents, yeah. maybe. Yeah. It's true, isn't it's, it? It's by accident, my dad ate plums once and, and drank milk. Yeah. And then he got a tummy ache. Yeah. But he would have got, got it anyway, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But isn't it interesting how, uh, how, how we can stay... Uh, stuck for a long period of time, maybe even over the course uh, throughout our life uh, time, with uh, those false beliefs, yeah. or because um, somebody implanted some kind of fear idea. Somebody in authority. Yeah, yeah. Exa exactly, in authority, or which we allow uh, to register in our mind. It might not even be our parents, but uh, but say, for instance, um, kids growing up and, and slowly um, being uh, teenagers, um, they're reading or uh, something or hearing uh, about something and then they, they take it as uh, something for real. Um, 
which which can have uh, an impact, of course. Uh, but sometimes now, as as a late blooming mother of of what is now teenager, the one of the things I suppose I've learned is that I'm not always right. No, of course. <laughs> but I liked to think I was. I wanted to be always right, and it's one of the. Chris, I mean, we all know this, whether it's from your sister or your mother or your father or your cousin, sometimes you have to acknowledge that you're wrong. And that's a really hard lesson to learn, especially when it's somebody who in the past uh, you had the alternative relationship with, whether it's you, yeah. you know, me as a daughter to my mother, knowing at times that now actually I was right or with my daughter when she says something to me or she argues back with me and I think, Damn it, she's right. That's yeah, hard yeah. to accept. Or at least, I mean, uh, it's not not. I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, something is right or wrong. It's it's just uh, like, oh my God, there are more things out there. It's yeah. not just like, woo. Uh, I have to uh, uh, just look straight forward. Yeah. There are m many more uh, different options uh, to do things. Like it always amazes me, uh, uh, like when I when I see, for instance, uh, uh, cooking recipes, uh, and then uh, then uh, you uh, you you would think, oh, you can only do it, or even like uh, you were only taught it, it to do to do it or to make it in a in one certain uh, way, and then uh, you see uh, things uh, in other countries how it's made. Uh, and then, wow, you're so surprised. Oh, you can also do it like this. Or, and and that's, that's even better. And, yeah. and it can be even much better. Yeah. It's, do you know what it's about? I'm thinking it's all about listening. Yeah. And opening up your yeah. ears, your yeah. eyes and your yeah. mind, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You've got another question that might be you can answer. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Oh. We've got another question that maybe you can answer, Cleo. I think I can have a go at it as well. Uh, Jeff Grace Cruz, they were on this morning. Hi, Jeff. Um, good evening, everyone. Just fell in love with Tenerife. What visa do I need to buy a property in Tenerife? Is it easy for us to Brits to buy property? Now, buying a property is nothing to do with the visa because you don't have to live here to buy it, right? Exactly. But if you want to move here and spend more than 90 days in any 180, mm. then you need either a work visa if you're working. You need uh, either if you're like retired. Visa, I think they're called. I don't know. It's. I would say, get in touch with a legal advisor. If you're looking, if you're thinking about buying a property, mm -hmm. once you've picked the property, the estate agent should be able to help right. you with all of that paperwork because there's, it's complicated. There's two estate agents that I recommend. One is the uh, the admin of I Love Tenerife forum on. Facebook, Andy Ward, and he goes, uh, his website is Tenerife, TenerifeEstatesAgents.net, and he's a network of estate agents that all share um, commissions and stuff, so he's okay. got the, he has the largest um, portfolio, if yeah, you like, portfolio. Yeah, portfolio, and he does all the work. If you sign up with, to, to buy a house with him or sell a house with him, exclusively then he will do all the work for you and he will charge the seller okay the money the commission yeah, the commission yeah. right so if you're looking to buy andy ward it'll cost you nothing and he'll give you all the right stuff the other guy is in los cristianos and he's called um god it's, it's just it's just um 
I don't know. It's so. gone. The guy with the hat is on a YouTube channel. I don't know. G George. Uh, G no, we're lost. No, we're lost. Sorry, Simon. 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 Something George. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Simon. Anyway, so I have I have I. I mean, no, it's my mouth. I've interviewed him. So uh, if you're looking past of the interviews I've done, I've done that. Simon. Some, we, can, some, we can mention him anyway, next week. Mention him next week. Exactly right. So, but have a look there. Yeah. But um, buying property is not a problem. If you if you do invest more than half a million, which includes your property, then you are eligible for the golden visa. So that's probably the easiest to get, uh, unless you're retired. Because if you're a retired Brit as well and you want to move over here, you can still do it as long as you can guarantee an income of thirty-eight thousand something a year. Each. Each. Yeah. I, I mean that's why I'm saying there are since Brexit there are a lot of new and complicated rules and. For us to sit here and say you do this when not, none of us have a legal background, I think would be. A I have a bit. legal background. I've been arrested at least once. Yeah. Alan's Alan. homemade vlog says Simon, Simon Sutton, Sutton George. George. Thank you, yeah. Sutton. I couldn't think of Sutton, <laughs> but Simon Sutton George. So the, those are the two estate agents yeah. that, I, that I, I recommend. But I think what you said at the beginning is very, very, very important, Tim. That there are two completely separate issues. Uh, buying a property and deciding to live here mm. because you could decide to live here without having to buy a property and just because you buy a property won't give you any automatic rights unless it's over half a million unless then theoretically it would count towards your um uh for your visa yeah. Visa. yeah yeah your golden visa so yeah so it used to be quite easy when i came over you came over and faffed about for a bit and then eventually, after three months, you turned up at the police station and sort of said, you know, I'm thinking of staying, and they gave you a green card. Yep. And then after the green card, you could go and work wherever you wanted as long as they gave you a contract. And that was, that was work. But now, if you come over and then decide to stay, you are automatically disqualified from moving here. You have to start the moving process from your home country. That is very, very important these days. So if you're actually over here, sort of you want to stay for three months, like you're 90 days, and then you decide to stay, if you start to, to, to do the stuff while you're here, that will disqualify you. So you have to go home and start the process from the embassy in your home country. Very important. Unless you're European, of course, and then it's free movement. No problem. Which we are. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Oh, if, and if you're Irish, then everything I just said is totally useless. Look, <laughs> look you are attracting bees. You are I, doing good. I don't think it's a bee, my dear Juliane. Is it not? No, that's a, that's uh, a bee. No, oh. that, is, that is an interesting uh, hornet. That's ah, hornet. it's like a tepfa. Like little buggers, yeah. Yeah, that's not friendly. Ah, are they the ones that uh, that make those uh, those? pots actually exactly oh yeah they make the pots you'll find you'll find them around about this yeah. time of year under the eaves or exactly. behind something all you got to do is sort of like just tell them please go somewhere else just before you smash them with the pot and they are yeah. very quick uh, building those huh? yeah it's amazing especially if you've got wood behind you so if like we've got two pallets over there okay so we get like four wasps nests a year really they just because they like they just eat the, eat the pallet and then go straight to the wall ah, and then put it on yeah so we are one hour and three minutes over so we're going to start wrapping up now i'm going to ask christina just to click her clicker for a second just to make sure she's awake you're going to click your clicker 
I'm going to ask Stephanie to come back out, say tra, if she can. And Malika, you want to say cheers? Yeah, suck my cheese The battery is okay on most of them. Everything look, looking good. We're going to say tra now anyway. I'd like to thank each and every one of you to a balcony banter. There's a slightly different balcony banter this, this week because of the guests. Um, but as I say, we'll answer any questions. If we didn't get to your question, I apologize. Just send me an email. I'll try and find an answer for you next time. On Friday, I will be in Las Americas outside the Hard Rock Cafe opposite, on the opposite side of the road, by the fountain at 5.55. Uh, if you want to come and say hello there, we can go for a little... I probably won't be walking too much but on the Friday, but we'll do that for an hour. And uh, tomorrow I'm going for a walk. I don't know where. Where did I say I was going for a walk tomorrow? Oh, we didn't. Uh, there's a couple of people that wanted to contact me for Thursday, so please get in contact. You'll see that about 9.30 and Friday morning walk as well. So if you're interested in a, a morning walk, I'm interested for that. Thanks, everyone. Have a great evening. If you're working for a limited period of time, do you still have to do empadramiento, says Maria Albanos? Um, nothing to do with work it's living here yeah the empadronimiento is basically just registering your your address at the town hall that's your resident but that's also nothing to do with work it, it's, yeah. it's registering your status as a resident right correcto but as I say you probably um, we can give you an idea of where to go where, where's the best website to go to it used to be Janet Oh, I'll find out. And, uh, well I'll know. put I'll put a link in the description later or we'll talk about it next week yeah Okay. Cool dudes. Bye, everybody, and we'll see you. So, uh, everybody wave. Bye. Bye. Malika, do you want to wave? No. No? She's okay. busy. She's busy on the floor. See you. Would want to be you. Oh, are we going to do this quick? Google thinks you might like this one next. And if you want to support the channel, you can go here. And if you want to subscribe for free, you can go right here. And I'll put the merchandise link right up there. See you. Wouldn't want to be a <laughs> <laughs>